Hello guys, um, my name is Jennifer Gama. In today's podcast, we will be talking about gang violence, um, gang violence and gun violence. The normality in our communities in Chicago is what we grew up seeing, what we grew up knowing, talking about, experiencing, being a victim. We're used to hearing sirens, hearing gunshots, hearing that someone got killed or someone got shot or someone got shot at. We've gotten to the point where who could be next? You could be walking and accidentally get shot at because wrong place, wrong time is so real in the communities in Chicago. And no, this should not be normal. This should not be something we normalize, something we're used to, something that's so common. Mothers should not be afraid to let their little kids go outside because they live with the fear of them getting shot. Little kids should be able to go outside and play. Sixth grade boys should not be getting recruited for gangs. They should not be gang affiliated because they're barely growing up. Living in the south side of Chicago myself, I've experienced and witnessed gun and gang violence. I remember um, a sister from church picking me up. Um, Her name was Teresa. We stopped by Sister Teresa's house, and she lived by Marquette Park, and we were driving back to church, and it was very scary because as we were driving, the car in front of us pointed a gun at the car in front of them, and it was like I paused. I was like, there was just so many things going through my head at the same time, like, Oh my God, what if they shoot at us? What if they kill someone? Like, it was a very terrifying moment. You kind of freeze at the moment. And I was eight years old at the time. For some moments, it's like you just had to be there to understand. But I was an eight-year-old, terrified of my life in my communities. I'm gonna share a second story out of the money that I've encountered. Um, Growing up, I used to move a lot. Um, I was in sixth grade at the time. I lived in um, 53rd place. And I used to go out a lot and play with the kids of my block. A Saturday night, I remember hearing gunshots, and they sounded super close, so obviously we called the cops, and there was a dead body in front of my house, and he got shot three times by someone I used to play with. 
he was 17. He was recruited into the gang. Today we have a very special guest who I will be interviewing who decided to stay anonymous. Um, so I was out at like 4 a.m. with friends and, you know, I'm dropping everybody off and then I drop out my, my last homies in like a black town and then I come to my block and now I'm looking for parking, but my neighbors, they took my parking. So I'm going up the block. And then I found a parking spot, so I'm parking. And then, you know, I'm just chilling there for a minute. A car rolls past, so I'm like, I'm going to chill here. And then I finally leave, and the car comes back. And then me, you know, under the influence a little bit, I'm not, I'm not thinking anything of it. But then, you know, some shots were, from, I say, they basically shot me in the ribs, and I didn't even know it at first. But I was a little under the influence, but then I look, and then that's when everything hit me. I'm like, then they shot me, and that's when it started burning, like in the ribs. And then I felt like the air got knocked out of my stomach. I couldn't breathe, and I just collapsed. And then, uh, I don't know, but then my friend, he, come, he, came, he comes running down the block, and... He basically saved me because, like, I could have just been standing there the whole night, like, dead. But yeah, my homie basically saved me. I really owe my life for that. And then after that, I went to the hospital. You know, they had me on therapy, like physical therapy, for, like, two and a half months. And it's been almost a year since it happened. You know, it's just, it just crazy. You know, I could have been gone from this world. I'm like, you know, everything. After that, I've been trying to get on my positivity. You know, I got a job. And I'm just really enjoying life now. Uh, yeah, that's it. Um, what was going through, like, your head when, when that happened? Like, when you... It was, it was blank, but I was just like, damn. It really got me. It's like, I don't know, it's kind of like a territorial thing around here. Mm -hmm. I didn't think, I didn't think none of it. Especially at like, late as hell at night. But like, yeah, you never know. You just really got to watch yourself all the time. Like, at the moment, I just saw the blood. I was like, I thought it was just over, you know. Yeah. And then, um, I just had one final question, like, since that happened, like, do you, like, live in fear that it's going to happen again or, like, to someone else that, like, you're close with? Oh, um, so it has happened to somebody you're close with. Uh, my, my boy Gio, he lost his life also a year ago. But, um, you can't really live in fear. It's like, if you live in fear, you know everything's gonna hold me back i won't be able to do anything so at first i was definitely a little bit scared you know you, I, don't know, I never thought it would happen to me but yeah you just never know but as of right now you know i'm not letting anything, anything hold me back so wow what a powerful story thank you for sharing that
as our special speaker shared, we can't live in fear, but a lot of us do. And I think we shouldn't live in fear, but live with caution. Be aware of your surroundings, be aware of where you're at and what time. Be safe, be careful, and try to inform those around us about what's going on around us in our communities. I wanted to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for joining my podcast. Take care and have a great one. Thank you.